Baseball Money is Fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to enter the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL Draft Watch Party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Welcome to Baseball Money is Fake. Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blake Meyer. It is a baseball Friday. There's some day baseball happening today, kind of. Uh, the game was delayed a little bit. Is there? Uh, I mean, it was. it's day baseball for me. It's always day baseball for you over there in, in, in Hawaii. <laughs> baseball uh, but, hasn't even started today. It's still on a delay. There's no day baseball. Uh, never mind that. There was supposed to be day baseball, but uh, apparently baseball can't be played in the in the inclement weather, which sucks, so. We're here just sitting, twiddling our thumbs, waiting for it to start. Uh, it's going to be a fun day. It's the end of the fantasy baseball week, kind of heading into the weekend where matchups start to get tight and you start to you count on your fingers. Like, how many matchups do my pitchers have this weekend? How many do his have this weekend? And you try and figure out, like, do you have a chance? I was doing that earlier today in my home league because I'm down by, like, a lot of points. But I have six starts between today and Sunday, and he only has three, so I have a chance to catch up if my hitting would only come around and help me out. Uh, and then we've had some pretty decent uh, injury news, like positive injury related news happen. Uh, the boy, Michael Harris is up. He's back He's back in that Atlanta Braves lineup. I think he only did like two rehab games, one rehab game, something like that. Uh, but he's back now. And I'm excited because I mean, I'm not the highest on him this year. And I've only drafted him in one league. You're and pretty was, low on him. Yeah, I am. And it was in, I drafted him in the SGPN Dynasty League. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy him low. No problem. I'll buy him low. Shit, I'm not selling him low. Just like you're not selling Corbin Burns low. He's Corbin Burns. Earlier. And it's Michael Harris, baby. That's oh, you can't you can't recreate that. He's he's the next Robert Acuna with or Ronald Acuna. God, Robert, Robert Acuna. Acuna. Yeah, he's the next Robert Acuna, the player like, you never heard just of. Just like Matthew Trout. Yeah, <laughs> an arson judge. judge, but uh, yeah, we're back with some oh, day baseball. But speaking of arson judge, judge has had, had some negative injury. I mean, not negative, but a scare there. He left, um, was that Wednesday's game? He slid awkwardly into third base, had some sort of hip issue there. I think he's going under a uh, undergoing an MRI either today or tomorrow. So that's what people talk about with, with taking judge. Like, if he gets hurt, you forget that he has. He's gotten hurt in the past. That that was kind of his the knock on him for a little bit, but then he stayed mm-hmm. healthy. Nope, he's great in the field. He's great in the base path. But sometimes, like we talk about with Bryce Harper, sometimes like sometimes you just go too hard and it's not worth it for your team. So also with uh, Eloy Jimenez, we talk about like that. So these guys that are big sluggers, maybe they need to uh, take you know just take not not like not try, but don't go hundred percent all the time. You know, save it for for when it matters. Yeah, relax a little bit. Especially Eloy, like you mentioned, Eloy, just stop playing in the field. Like, just be a DH already. It's okay. 
Aaron Judge, I get why he wants to play in the field still. Uh, he is Aaron you, Judge. You can play in the field, just like don't go all out don't for go crazy catches against the wall unless it's like a, a huge game or a huge moment in the game. I, obviously, human instinct will take over, but like I understand players not wanting to to, to DH because that's like a whole different thing. You you mm-hmm. can't go out in the field. It's just you have a bat at bat. You sit in the dugout for three more innings to think about that bat at bat at bat, going back and watching it. Luckily now with the pitch clock, it's it's quicker than maybe an hour, hour and a half between a bats. But like still, that's <laughs> some players talk about it. They need that chance to go out on defense to stay in the game. And and yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's uh that's one of the risks you take when drafting literally literally anybody though. Are you tra- are you trading for Aaron Judge right now? Would you consider him like a buy low candy? I know he's a massive name, but He's only hitting 260 this year, six home runs, two stolen bases. His K rate's up to like 33%. A lot of the underlying numbers are still the same. Like he's still I mean, top of the top of the charts on barrel I mean, rate and max he, exit velocity. He's Aaron Judge. You can't not trade for him. I guess at this point you would just wait for the MRI results unless you're unless you really want to roll the dice and just and during these few hours when we're <laughs> hearing he's getting an MRI done before we hear what actually happens. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he takes just a, a 10-day stint because well, he's missed today's game. He'll probably miss tomorrow's game. They might want to hold him out, hold him out Sunday just just to be just to be be sure. And then that that's three out of ten days already. You can just have bring someone up to be a bench bat to be a DH. So I'm not going to panic if he's on the D, on the IL unless it's something more serious than just like a 10-day stint to make sure he make sure he's 100 before he comes back. Yeah, I think that's all they're going to do. Like, I can't, it doesn't seem like anything serious enough for him to be out for a long time. But I'm also not a doctor, so I don't really know. But I've been hurt a lot. So, you know, it's like I stayed at Holiday Inn Express last night. I I know what I'm doing. Uh, But speaking of Michael Harris as well, what kind of impact do you think he's going to have when he gets back in that lineup? He should be back in the lineup today, I think. He's back in the lineup tonight, and he is batting. Ninth, he is batting oh, yeah. ninth in the in the lineup. I'm not sure you had seen that. I, I I thought, yeah. I mean, that's, that's I'm not sure what the lineup is, but he's coming back. Uh, was hitting 217 to start the year. No home runs, two stolen bases, um, one for seven during his brief rehab assignment. So he's not hitting, but like you want him in this lineup for for the speed for for the defense. Um, let me look at, at the Braves lineup tonight. What what do they got? I'll find that. But yeah, I mean, I don't expect a lot from Harris out of the gate. And this is maybe one of the reasons why you're right to not be too high on him because he's not going to be batting the top of the order. Maybe not if, if, if Albies is good and Acuna is good mm-hmm. and the Braves have one of the best lineups in baseball. Yeah. And he, he wasn't that effective this year when he played either 90th percentile sprint speed's cool, but that's kind of par for the course for him. But in the seven games he played, he had one extra base hit and it was a double. That's it. So 217 with a double. But I mean, he he's gonna have a good season just because the, I mean it's the Braves. They have good young talent. They have a track record of getting the most out of that good young talent. He's a good player. I just don't think is, he's as good as everybody wants him to be. Yeah, I think once he's back up in, in full swing, he'll be hitting probably second or, or leadoff. Right now, they have it, it's tonight's lineup against against the lefty. So it is a uh, Acuna, Olson, Riley, Albies, Murphy, Grissom. Rosario, Pilar, Harris. So I think against the righty, he would at least be seven where Rosario is, if not six yeah. where Grissom is. And once he gets back in the swing of things, I think I think he can play himself into the 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 two spot. Keep Riley three, put Olsen four, put put Albies behind him, put Murphy after him, and you still have 
a pretty deep lineup there in Atlanta. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned Grissom because he's somebody that has come up and he's been okay. He's hit 289, but nothing in terms of power. One double, very Michael Harris-esque with just the one double. How are you treating him in fantasy? Because he's somebody that a lot of people drafted because he was supposed to make the opening day roster and he didn't. And then the people that did held on to him. Are you holding Von Grissom or what's your move right now? Um, I, I did go back and forth with this uh, a lot. I, I had him in, in my main league, not a keeper league, just a redraft league. I, I uh, picked him up on March 27th. He didn't get drafted. Had him on my team. I ended up dropping him on Wednesday night. I, I realized, I looked at my team. I was like, okay, I have Fernando Tatis and Kyle Schwarber on the bench. I know they're cold right now. They're not They're not hot, but like, I shouldn't be starting Von Grissom and also had Jorge Soler, who ended up dropping for a pitcher. Like, I shouldn't be benching the, these guys that have that are going to be better players overall for the season for right now like maybe maybe you know if a player is really hot as a good matchup sure go for it but like if you're consist- consistently be- this is what i realized if i'm consistently benching kyle schwarber which is a guy who i traded zach allen for who is just absolutely murdering hitters right now and Fernando <laughs> tatis like I-, I want grissom to be good i think he might end up being good and you know i think he's probably worth trading if you can rather than holding but I wanted to drop him. I don't like having too many bench bats. So that's what I ended up doing. And he cleared waivers and he's a free agent. I can pick him back up right now if I'd like to. I don't. Yeah. And then also in, in my keeper league, uh, whoever had him dropped him on the on Tuesday, he cleared waivers. He's a free agent in my keeper league as well. So a lot of hype coming into the season for Vaughn Grissom. He, he you know what? He, he's not he, I don't think he, he could play himself into the top of that order i think mm-hmm. six is the best you can hope hope for he's not going to be five maybe two in in the right order for him but with acuna up there it, it, it's just not gonna not gonna be so grissom great real life player but maybe not a great fantasy player just yet yeah and uh, shout out chad and trevor in the chat see you guys how's it going thanks for stopping by and insano right Ooh. as i say hello everybody's here tonight or it's today. happy hour let's go happy- boys it is, uh, almost it's three o'clock here, but uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. You mentioned uh, dropping him. I do agree with that. And I think one important thing to note when you're considering whether or not you should drop a player is, I mean, you have to take into account if you drop that person, is it somebody that somebody else is going to immediately mm-hmm. pick up or is it somebody that's still going to be there? Because if you really want to drop somebody, but it's somebody that you think is going to get immediately picked up by somebody else, I would explore a trade first before I went the drop route. But if there's somebody on your roster that you think you could drop and just nobody's going to pick up you, there's no sentimental value picks in, in fantasy. Like you can drop them and just pick them up later if they're still there. And if you miss out on them after that, you know, tough shit, it it happens, but don't hold on to people that nobody else in your league is going to roster just because, just because maybe like prime example for me in my home league, I know nobody is listening to this currently. I'm probably dropping Eloy. I picked him up off waivers. With the weekly points I, league, weekly 12 team points league. He has been a black hole for me. He's my starting util this week. He's got me, I think, zero points so like, far. So, sometimes you talk about your your fantasy leagues you're in, and I'm like, is this like a bizarro world fantasy league where like good players get negative points? Because like I'm, I, I can't imagine Eloy not being picked up by somebody. I mean, he Sure, he has injury risk. He's not hitting well right now, but we know he has the raw talent. 
So he points does. leagues are obviously different from, from category leagues. And, you know, you, you want to get all the points you can throughout the season. But sometimes, I mean, I mean, some of the leagues I think you're in probably, that, especially that early draft is probably pr- pretty wild. But I, I can't imagine dro- dropping Eloy right now. I don't know, man. He's two for his last 19. And I know when we started this podcast, I kind of caught you off guard when I said that I just keep a whole bunch of bench bats. I'm actually not rolling with any bench bats this year. So, like, Eloy has to start in my lineup. Two for his last 19. He's got uh, this week uh, minus one point for, for the whole week. Minus one point combined, which fucking love it. I know patience with Eloy. I want to try and trade him to somebody, but I don't think it's going to happen. Let's see. And Santa said, I need a bond aquarium behind me for the evil job I am doing against one of the hosts. Oh, shit. That's me. No, we're not talking about that. Yeah, he's crushing you so far. I mean, a long weekend to go still, but comebacks happen. Yeah. Eloy, like I tried to trade him before he, I think he was back already. He was, this is before this is cold streak. Like I I texted a few different guys. They were like, I was like, do you want Eloy? Like, nope. I'm like, would you do Eloy for one of these three pitchers? Like, no way. I'm like, okay. They're like, no, I don't want Eloy. I'm like, I don't want Eloy either, but <laughs> I have him. He has potential. I got to at least try to try to move him. Um, but yeah, w- with Grissom, with what you said about, you know, are they going to be dropped? Will they be picked up immediately? I think that's something definitely to to look at in your league. Look at what what player at that, at that, at that position is available because second base shortstop, especially this year, is a lot deeper than, than normal years. You have guys like, um, to pull it up, Mateo going off that was barely drafted. Nico Horner, who probably wasn't drafted very often. Estrada, that, that's three of the top four shortstops. And you have guys like Trey Turner that's struggling. They're not going to want a shortstop. Tatis, Bobby Witt, Seeger, uh, Jimenez, uh, Tim Anderson, they're going to hold on to their guys. Like They're not going to drop their shortstop to pick up Grissom. So, yeah, definitely look at um, who's available in your league, especially at that position, especially if it's like someone like like a Christian Walker, Roddy Telez type that is strictly power. Mm-hmm. If there's already one of them available, feel free to drop the other one if, if you're looking for pitching or something. Just uh, don't be afraid to be too shady sometimes. And we are running a special parlay of the day contest for people who've bought their shades from ShadyRays.com using the promo code SGPN. Each day of the NFL draft, so today and tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, SGPN will release a Shady Rays parlay of the day. If the parlay hits, the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener. So go to sportsgovernpodcast.com slash shady to start getting shady. And our friends at Shady Rays have got you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They're an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product and the most insane protection in all of eyewear. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear them with confidence, and you can feel good, because to date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Drive for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right. That was like the best stretch I've ever had. But uh, okay. So Chad, sorry your question. I was waiting until after the ad read to get to it. Love this question. I do have, I do have an opinion, but okay. So. He said the three best players in Oakland are all under 50% owned. Which one would you rather add? The hot bat of Rooker, the pedigree and speed of SDA Ruiz, or the power and everyday status of Langoliers? 
Which one are you going with? I know who I know who I want right now. I mean, I think it has to be Rooker, is it not? But he's probably mm-hmm. may not be available as 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 widely as the other ones. That Rooker, surprisingly enough, is still very available in leagues, and I don't understand why. Uh, I do that weekly waiver wire article for Fantasy Pros, and two weeks ago I put Rooker on my on my article, and he's still all right now on ESPN. He's fourteen point eight percent rostered on ESPN. He's hitting 305, seven home runs, 18 RBIs. Oakland sucks, but he doesn't. So ride the hot bat. I think he uh, he tweaked his swing coming into this year. He always had a pretty sweet swing, but he tweaked it a little bit coming into this year. He's getting a little more lift on the ball, and he's barreling the ball up pretty well, and it's really returning some some production. Here. You can't tell me you've ever heard of Brent Rooker before like two weeks ago. Never in my life. You don't know what his, if his swing was sweet last year or not. I, I've done my research, though. Okay. All right. That's the difference. Yeah, That's I mean, the difference between me and everybody else. I'm just kidding. That was so <laughs> fucking conceited. Yeah. Uh, his stack gas page is, is bright red, percentiles all 98th for barrel rate, expected slugging, and expected Woba. So he's hitting the ball hard and hitting the ball uh, where, where it's not going to be caught. So, yeah, he's been, he's been great for the athletics so far, uh, looking at his – minor league numbers last year he had 28 home runs in 81 games in triple a between uh kc and san diego it looks like at 289 did we talk about rooker before and said maybe like a, a manessis type where he he finally mm-hmm. gets a chance yeah yeah so i think it has to be rooker and then yeah langley is is good if you need a catcher i think he's okay to ride but i think there's probably better better catchers out there Hitting cleanup tonight against Cincinnati. That's, that's, I think uh, he's overproducing this year. He was on my uh, uh, buyer beware article last week. He he's putting up decent numbers, but he's overproducing a lot of them. He doesn't have the power to keep up the pace that he's at consistently with the extra base hits and everything. And it's going to come crashing down. His K rate is pretty high. He's whiffing at a lot of balls. So I mean, he's he's a good option, but I, there's catcher options available out yeah, there that I, I like I, more. I was just about to say, I, I like that. Yan Gomes, I mean, he's hot right now. I'm going to stick that. Uh, Christian Betancourt, is, I think, is good in, in, in Tampa Bay. I think he plays... No, I mean, in, in this in this league, uh, I mean, there's not many catchers available. Moreno's still out there. But yeah, the catcher is is good enough where I don't think you're going to go for Langley. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm wearing this bright orange or- Orioles hat here. My good friend, Oriole Bird. That's a shout out catfish there. Enjoy that. Yeah, as Insano was saying in the chat, he drafts catchers last and rides hot ones, sort of like streaming pitchers, but catchers. Yeah, that, that, that's been my strategy for, for mm-hmm. a few years. And for most of the year, I just have ended up going with no catcher because I can either get another relief pitcher that can give me a few innings each week or can get me a save each, each week or another starting option. So, yeah, if you can get a good good catcher, go for it. But if you're just looking for a catcher that's going to be hitting 220, occasionally hit a home run, it's going to hurt your average and rather than you help yourself elsewhere, I'd stay away from catchers. All right, so uh, the weekend is coming up. I know we got a good amount of people here in the chat tonight. It's awesome to have you guys here hanging out with us as we talk baseball. But the majority of our listeners do listen the following days. Uh, on Apple Podcast, Spotify. So make sure you go follow the podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify and anywhere else you listen. Come subscribe on the YouTube or fake at fake baseball on Twitter. Coolest app on Twitter uh, at fake baseball money on YouTube. 
find us all over the place. But make sure you check that out. But if you're listening to this, it's probably Saturday. And so why not go over some some of our favorite matchups for the weekend? We could probably just keep it to to pitching matchups, like some guys that we like and think could have some good outcomes. I know we did this before last weekend, and we targeted guys like Rich Hill, who had a really good start last mm-hmm. weekend. Dick Mountain. Yeah, and there's there's some good options for tomorrow. So is there anybody on Saturday that's really standing out to you? Um, I'm looking now ahead to their uh, – on Saturday, not – particularly Sunday that there, there there's there's a few available um Johan Ovidio we talked about him before he was mm-hmm. supposed to start here today on Friday that was postponed he's been pushed back to Sunday now so if he's available in your league have an extra day or two to pick him up there um Brady Singer has been been up and down this year had a good start last time out win uh five strikeouts in in six innings quality start there so maybe they're Against the Twins in Minnesota, uh, Jose Yerkwardy against, against the Phillies at home. He hasn't been great the past two starts, though. And then you got guys like Syndergaard against the Cardinals, Clevenger against the Rays. I think both are you know, possible streaming options, depending how you feel about the matchup. And then uh, Mason Miller, who ha- has not been mm-hmm. too good, has a home start against the Reds. Is this where you, you might be like, okay, pick him up here and see if you can see if he can have a good start and then ride him out? I'd be lying if I said I don't already have him in three leagues. <laughs> so, like, I have him in the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational. Okay, let's say it's like an eight-team eight team keeper or something. Like, like, eighteen, or like no. a ten-team or a ten-team. Ten-team. Uh, ten Man, that's tough. Ten-team if you have a streaming spot, because we talked, like, early on in the year and before the season, uh, you have to kind of decide whether or not you want to go streaming. And if you're going to stream, you got to have one or two spots available. If you have a streaming spot, I think he is a good start this weekend against the Reds. Uh, I don't know who the opposing pitcher is on Sunday. Maybe it's a fucking Hunter Green or somebody. I don't. I I don't know. But I'm gonna. Uh, I like that move because that that does matter for because this is one of, one of his starts where you know he 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 could get a win. He's starting against the Reds. He could get a win. But um, <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> it's gonna get one. That's when it's, it's gonna happen. It's saying. Saying it's Lodolo against uh, Waldachuk, but I don't know if that's factored in the. Um... So it is Lodolo for for the Reds, uh, apparently. Green okay. is starting against Muller on, on on Saturday. Okay, so before I cover my uh, one of my favorite options from Saturday, uh, Chad said I revamped my bullpen in Dynasty to start the year, but have a bit of a logjam now. Seven total slots. I've got Robertson, Helsley, Chapman, Bednar. Cano, Mason Thompson, Jeremiah Estrada, Brian Abreu, Adam Foley, and Nate Pearson. He said, would you try to move any of them or just cut from the bottom? Uh, Both. I would move from Helsley, uh, and then I would cut from the bottom after that, but I'd probably cut Adam Foley and Jeremiah Estrada first. Cut Foley, Estrada, Abreu, Thompson, and Cano, I think. Unless holds or something, or or, or you want to get like the ratios from those guys, I think... They're not going to get you saves. I'd rather have unless starters aren't available as much. Obviously, if holds is a category, it completely changes the conversation. But if it's it is a holds league, he says. So so okay, yeah, okay, then, okay. yeah. Try try to see who you can I'd, move. I always like having relief pitchers as as kind of currency there. I'd move from Helsley just because he's kind of struggled to start the year and Giovanni Gallegos has actually looked really good and it wouldn't surprise me if I know Helsley was an all-star last year, but 
the Cardinals, it's been a weird season. It wouldn't surprise me if Helsley keeps struggling, if he gets pushed out of the, the closer role. And I think now is probably the last chance you get to get the value transfer from his all-star season last year. So this is probably the most value you'd be able to get for him. So move on from him. I like Brian Abreu in a holds league. I think he mm-hmm. might be one of the – probably a top 10 reliever in holds leagues for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, and, and then – Well, I just want to go back to the chat. I actually mentioned um, Abreu and Cano as options in my um, my uh, Closer Watch article as hold options, yep. also as, as handcuffs on uh, SGPN, com. Make sure you check that out. Um, but yeah, I think th- those are great options for, for, for a hold league. And yeah, you have, you have a lot of guys there. I think you could try to move some before you cut bait. Yeah. And then in Sano, I think he was referring to Mason Miller. He mm-hmm. said, better question. If he has another subpar performance, do you drop him? Absolutely. I would. I mean, he was already kind of a mystery coming into the year. And uh, my StatCast article, not to just keep going back to articles, my StatCast review article that I just put out for Fantasy Pros yesterday, um, uh, Mason Miller was one of the people I did a little bit of a deep dive on. I love the velocity, and I think a lot of people are enamored by the velocity and kind of the unknown aspect of him because he only threw 28 innings in the minor leagues before making his jump to starting for Oakland. And he's dazzled a little bit. Like the 102 and a half mile an hour fastballs are so cool. But like his last start against the Angels, he struggled in that first inning because 20 of his first 22 pitches were fastballs. And it's his fastball actually, despite how fast it is, it has a 20% whiff rate. It's like a 69% usage rate and a 20% whiff rate, which is not good. It has a 215 batting average against. So when people make contact with it, it doesn't really, they don't do a ton with it, but somebody that's throwing their, their main pitch almost 70% of the time has to have better than a 20% whiff rate. His slider has a 30% whiff rate, which is better. That's nice. And he actually used that from the second inning on quite a bit more, but the fastball it's, it's weird to say it's not good enough because he throws it 102 miles an hour, but it's not a swing and miss pitch and you can't have a pitch that you throw 70% of the time. And have it not be a swing and miss pitch. So, yes, if Mason Miller does get lit up again this next outing, I am okay with dropping him. I can't because, like in TGFBI, I spent way too much of my fab budget on him. So, I'm kind of tied to him for the rest of the year. But, yeah, if you're like a 10, 12 team league, I would drop him. Maybe in a 15 team, I might hold him because Oakland is so bad, like almost historically bad that I don't even know if they'll send him back down. They might just let him stay, just fucking keep him up on the big league roster for the rest of the year because what else do they got to lose so but yeah in fantasy i would drop him yeah we got chad asking me since i'm wearing a orioles hat he's assuming i'm a fan they're my uh very very secondary team uh, i'm a phillies fan in philadelphia i'm done to baltimore for some, for some <laughs> before though he's asking what is dylan tate gonna do to Cano's opportunity though uh dylan tate coming back from an injury had a rehab appearance the other day i think I, I don't think it'll do too much I think Cano. i think they've Possibly found something there. Um, you know, like they did with Batista last year. And I wrote in my article that, you know, he could end up being the closer if they trade Batista or another team, a contending team could um, trade for him at the deadline, you know, because Orioles are probably going to sell no matter what. We saw that last year. So they're just producing these relievers that they can end up, end up dealing for some future assets. Man, Cano has been so good this year, too. 
He was somebody that wasn't really on my radar coming into this year, and I feel like he probably should have been, but man, mm-hmm. he's been and, so good. And uh, we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And as part of uh, the draft, and first round of the draft is over. So that, that is uh, it, just underdog <laughs> fantasy for, for, for this, this uh, second, second ad break here. Uh, yeah, Mason Miller's fastball, it doesn't, I mean, it moves. It doesn't move that much, though. Uh, it only moves, it moves 10% more than average vertically and 1% more horizontally. So it's kind of just, it's a fastball right. that goes you 102. Get, streaming option for Saturday. Uh, had a few good starts in a row. Talked about him as a two-start option. Edward Cabrera for the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Pitching at home against the Cubs. Got beat up by the Braves. Uh, it did have six strikeouts in four and a third. Picked up the loss there. Uh, would you pick him back up or would you start him again here on Saturday against the Cubs? Yep, uh, I have him rocking against the Cubs. I'm not overly confident about it just because he hasn't been the greatest, but he needs to go change up heavy. That was how he was so dominant two starts ago was he he went back to his uh, 2022 ways and went very change up heavy. If he can stick to being change up heavy, he's going to be good. If he wants to come back out and try and be fastball dominant and use his entire arsenal like 10 plus percent of the time, the Cubs are probably going to bat him around a little bit. And so he he's not going to be able to give up that many runs because we talk about it all the time. The Cubs play really good defense. And when they get a lead on you, it's really hard to come back because their pitching has been really good this year too. And I think he might be going up against Justin Steele, Ooh, that, which that makes be, it tough, tough as match. well. Steele might pitch Sunday, I'm maybe. Checking but, LB.com right now. Um, to be determined, it says. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not okay. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the, the reliever that I like for Saturday is Vince Velasquez, which is weird to say. I mean, <sighs> Philly's legend, Vince don't, Velasquez. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> just just, just don't do it. I I like it. He's pitching the second half of the doubleheader, but it's against the Nationals. That's why I like it. It's against the Nationals. They got Chad Cole going on the mound. He fucking sucks. 7.3 ERA. And Velasquez has been okay. He's kind of been he's, good. He has been good. Yeah. He's really leaned into being a fastball slider guy. He never really used his slider a ton before. Like last year, he used it 22% of the time. This year, 41% of the time. He's kind of ditched everything else, and it's just fastball slider, and it's working for him. So do I think he's going to come out and have some crazy start? No, but again, when you're streaming pitchers, you're not going to get crazy starts from all the guys you stream. You, you want just a quality start with a handful of strikeouts and you should be happy with that. And that's probably what he'll get you six innings. I'm going to, I'm going to throw his line out there right now. Six innings, five hits, one walk, five strikeouts and a win. And we saw something like that. We saw how well we predicted Tatis's line. So, (laughs) but yeah, uh, (laughs) going back to Cabrera, I didn't realize how good the Cubs have been. They've been pretty much just as good as as the Rays behind only them and batting average 280. For the Rays, 276 for the Cubs. Second in slugging at 4, 448. Um, they're up there in runs scored as well. Fourth, Fifth most, 135. Braves had 134, who he just struggled against. So, 
Yeah, maybe Cabrera. You know, if your ear if your ERA is done for the week and you just want strikeouts, go for it. He should mm-hmm. strike him out a little bit. But yeah, Cabrera is unfortunately someone who's just not seeing the potential upside right now. He's not, and I hate that because I had such high hopes for him, and I do have him rostered in two leagues, so I'm hoping he he ends up putting up some good numbers. But, again, it's all going to come down to that changeup, whether or not he can do it. Uh, one more guy that I'm interested in on Saturday is uh, Henry for the Diamondbacks. Is that Tommy Henry? Yeah. Uh, he's going against Colorado, who also fucking sucks. That's like my favorite way to describe teams are so bad. It's at Coors Field, Blake. Yeah, but Colorado's so bad that they played a 1-0 game at Coors Field this year already. So The the Royals beat up Tommy Hendry. Only had one strikeout. That's okay. The Royals are better than the the Colorado Rockies. They're still better. I think there's a chance. The over-under for that game is probably like 12. I'm going to look that up right now. Hammer the under. Hammer, Hammer the under. Tommy, Tommy Henry, perfect game coming in. Chad said, if the Marlins are in contention, I think Braxton Garrett has made Cabrera a trade candidate. I think so, too. Braxton Garrett looked good yesterday. It sucks that the the delay was so long that he got pulled, but three innings, six strikeouts, pretty nice from Braxton Garrett. Total's 12 and a half. It's not even 12. 12 and Ooh. a half. Under. Under. Watch, that's going to be the best start of the weekend. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Oh, okay. One other thing that I wanted to try and do on this, we we hinted at it in the past, but we haven't done it. Uh, we are in the SGP and Dynasty League together. Insano is in the chat, who is also in the league. Oh, he no. gets no say in any of this. Uh, we wanted to try and do a trade, and I was trying to trade with him this morning. Can, can you? Can you tell to trade with? No, no, no I'm not. Uh, you just <laughs> gave me an absolute shit offer. Anthony, what's up, man? Good to see you back here. He said Kyle Wright looked good as well. He did, finally, after I dropped him in one of my leagues and benched him in TGFBI, but he looked good. I I really wish that game hadn't been delayed for so long because I wanted to see how those pitching matchups could do if they got to stay in the game more, unfortunately. But no, I'm not going to tell the people what I offered you before because (laughs) I don't think it was that bad. But Here, he offered me a three for three, and I wouldn't have done it three for one for, for the best player. It's because you you want play. Oh, we're getting into this. You want. I want players. To, that actually you want to buy low good. on players, but you don't want to sell your players low when they fucking suck. I, I'm not selling. But I understand. Cor- I get it. Burns it's for, it's, for, the, for it's the art of the deal. It's the art of the deal. But OK, so I know who you said you wanted. Actually, All right. I, I, I did give you that, that list earlier. Did, did you, did you did. Come, up, come up with something? OK. Uh, Dansby and Manoa can go. They can both go to you right Dansby now. Dansby and Manoa can go. See, yep. th- that's the thing. I don't think I I need a shortstop as badly because I I, I don't wander either. there. Oh, you, uh, if Wander could stay healthy, and I have Ope. That's who. But that's who I'm trying to get from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, let's see. Okay, live trade talk takes you. Yeah, we tried before. It did not go well. We tried like a very Trevor. Trevor just said, as a Brewers fan, rid yourself of Burns. See, send him my way. Send him my way. Okay. Uh, you don't want Dansby, Manoa, Manoa. I'll trade. Manoa I might take and... Dansby if I'm trading Volpe. Yeah, I want Volpe. I'm assuming want... you're not moving any of your your top two hitters that I said. Mm-mm. Um, 
Schwarber is a possibility, I'm sure. Nathaniel Nathaniel Lowe. I'll trade I'll trade uh I was I'm hashing this out in my head before I say it out loud because there's no take backs because we're live on a podcast. There's take backs. Uh, I'll trade um this is this is we're we're doing this partially for content, partially for for actual <laughs> trade. So Okay, so Dansby, Nathaniel Lowe, and Manoa. I'll package all three of them together. Okay. I want Volpe. I want Kelnick. And I want Oh, you have Eloy. That's why you're that's why you're so you're still okay with Eloy. Uh and I want Do I have Eloy? You do. No, I don't. Oh, he's on my IR. I also don't. Uh, yeah, I want Kelnick, I want Volpe, and I want uh, you want you want all, all, all the good good young players and Sandy. You're not getting Sandy. You are. Not gonna... <laughs> what am I lowballing? I'm giving up Nathaniel Lowe, Dansby Swanson, and whoever the fuck else I said. That's not a for, lowball in for Kelnick and Volpe. Or you want you want Burns too? No, I want Sandy. Sandy sucks. Oh, you dude. want Sandy instead of Burns? Yeah. Well, this is we can't do this live on a podcast. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's that's good content. But no. oh, oh, here's the thing I, I was going to say about Blake's trade that I, that I texted him, and I was going to say because he said we should talk about trade etiquette on the podcast, and I, I told him that if someone, just some random person, sent me the three for three that he sent me, they would go on my do not trade with list because I, I just think they're they're that that bad of an offer. When, but yeah. I, I look back at it. It wasn't. It's. I still wouldn't do it. Close. It was a good starting point of a trade. It was a good, good opener. Yes, good opener. And now here we are. Uh, and Sando, what did Noah offer you? I saw in Discord that you told him you couldn't do it. But what was it? You can't just ask in Sando what, what another manager offered him. See, look at Logan Gilbert. No, he's saying Gilbert on. get him while his team is oh. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, because you're down what nine one to, to Ensano, I think. Hey, you know what? I was down seven to two to Sheba last week and I came back and almost beat him. I think do I was like any, a stolen do base we have, off. Do we have any any actual fantasy baseball things to talk about here that that, that the masses care about that aren't in the uh the twelve team or a twelve team league? Um Jordan Alvarez doing do a neck injury out of the lineup today, I saw. That's um his hand injury wasn't anything to worry about there? Yeah. <laughs> Did I lag quite a bit there? No, you're good. Okay. You're good. Uh, yeah, and then uh I mean, that's all I got. Not to end it weirdly. Uh, no, but I, I, I mean, I, we, I we, we can keep we can keep talking talking trade. I just want to make sure nothing else we wanted to actually like actually talk about. Oh, you're good. I I have to go get the children. Oh, I am, yes, we do. But uh <laughs> so my girlfriend is going to Vegas today with her best friend. Ooh. They're going on a fun weekend trip. Uh, and then the kids are going with her kids are going with their dad. And so I got to go pick them up from school. But uh, Tyler's flight was supposed to be at 11 o'clock this morning. And it got delayed to 2.50. And then she just texted me right before we started recording. And it got delayed to like 4.30 now. So who oh, knows God. if she's ever going to make it there. That sucks for a trip when you're flying out. You're trying to fly out Friday morning, come home Sunday night. And now you're going to. She's gonna end up getting there like late Friday night, like Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah that that sucks. Uh, hopefully, she gets some kind of refund or something. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, 
And Sandra said Hunter Brown for Lynn and JD Martinez. I don't hate that trade. I'm not gonna lie. I don't trade. I don't hate that for either side. Lance Lynn's a good buy or buy low candidate. Hunter JD Brown's Martinez, been insane though. Yeah, I think his last start he struggled or the start for start before. I have he's, him. He's in. been hittable. Okay. I still but, I I, w- I wouldn't trade him, especially in the dynasty league. Hunter Brown. Yeah, in the dynasty league that changes things. Okay, but. So we can give the people what they want. We did have that giveaway that was running on oh, our yes. Twitter at Fake Baseball. I'm not going to lie. I almost forgot to do it. But I have everybody's names entered into random.org with their corresponding amount of entries. I'm going to randomize this list. I will take a picture afterwards and we'll post it to Twitter so that everybody can see that I'm not just bullshitting. I'm going to randomize it once and then I'm going to email the winner. Unless you're in Discord, I'll I'll just hit you up in Discord. And the winner gets a free custom MLB.com jersey of their choosing. So here we go. We're going to count it down. We're going to go three, two, one. And the winner is Captain Insano, <laughs> who also happens to be in the chat. <laughs> Insano, you won, my man. Woo. So... Go ahead and you can DM me on on Discord. I know we've talked before. Hit me up and we'll get everything figured out. Figure out the jersey that you want and it'll be uh, on its way. <laughs> it's not rigged, Anthony. I promise. Your name was in there. Yeah, Your name that, was in there. that's the issue when the winner is someone we're, we're just talking about in our fantasy league before. No, yeah, I know. Blake, it's, it's Blake, Blake was very painstakingly making sure he had the the random.com list and whatnot in order. He delayed the start of the podcast for that, so it's not yeah. rigged. We, we, we he wouldn't he would not have done that. I did it in my pre-show prep, and I can say there was thirty-one entries. So it, it, there was there was, we had a good chunk of people, and I appreciate everybody leaving the reviews, subscribing on YouTube, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. Keep coming Keep the- back. We do more giveaways throughout the year. We got all kinds of random stuff. I got cool baseball cards that I'll randomly give away and all that. So, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Fake Baseball, the coolest at on Twitter. Anthony said, let me join your league next year. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're a 10-team league right now. We, it's a dynasty. We might we'll be able to expand a, we'll, somehow. We'll, we'll definitely have a, have a listener league or two next year. Oh, yeah, for sure. We could probably run one on NFBC next year, too. Ooh, we, we could do a mid-season listener league, too. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we, we got we got, uh, we got options. We'll figure something out, Anthony. But yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube at Fake Baseball Money. Follow me on Twitter at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. And I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.